Today's show is brought to you by Delicious Obsessions. Real food, real life, and real delicious. Deliciousobsessions.com. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Mountain Woman Radio Show. It is another glorious day out here in northern Idaho. We've been blessed with several back-to-back days of sunshine, which is awesome. My house is happy, I'm happy, and it's all good. Getting the garden going, have chickens free-ranging in my yard, and have amazing, rich, creamy goat's milk. So I'm, I'm a happy girl out here, and uh, hope you guys are doing well in your neck of the woods. I would like to ask you folks to uh, keep uh, my husband's family in your prayers, his grandfather is not doing well, and we could certainly use the prayers to just uh, provide peace and comfort and um, wisdom and knowledge in this situation. So um, if you're a prayerful person, we would certainly appreciate it. So, um, But today, I am so, so blessed. I have a return guest, uh, Leanne Edmondson of HomesteadDreamer.com is joining me again today. We have some really exciting things to touch on today. And uh, without further ado, I'm just going to let her jump on here and share what she's been up to. Leanne, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. It's great to be back. I'm so happy about it. (laughs) Yay! You've got so much good stuff to share, and I love checking out what you're doing up in Alaska. So what what have you been up to most recently, and how is your greenhouse going, and all that good stuff? Well, recently, uh, we've been getting ready for the growing season, of course. Um, Actually, two days ago, we ended up having quite the doozy of the storm. Um, Official reports stated that we had sustained winds of about 50 miles an hour and gusts up to 80. Mm -hmm. And the little valley, actually, it's more of a funnel that I live in between (laughs) two mountains, it, it, I think that it capped out closer to 100 degrees, so the greenhouse got a little beat up. Oh, wow. But thankfully, we used the reinforced. Yeah, it, yeah. Mm. Uh, we used the reinforced plastic, and so it, it kind of shredded, but nothing really fell apart. So we were thankful for that, and it'll just be a couple of quick, easy patches. So um, everything survived. Hooray mm. for that! The garlic is okay. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, um, just getting ready for the growing season and getting everything planted and, you know, getting uh, getting all of my ducks in a row for the hopefully enormous harvest that we'll have and making sure I have enough jars and all that, yeah. Awesome, very awesome. Now, do you guys have any animals there on the homestead right now? 
Um, well, just dogs and cats. Okay. No, unfortunately, yeah. chickens is is one. I I desperately want chickens. I I actually go over to a friend's house who has them, and I just chicken watch because they're hilarious. <laughs> but uh, you know, that is that is the first livestock that we will end up getting. You know, at some point, at some point, when the dream comes to fruition. <laughs> yep. Exactly, and they yeah. are fun to watch. They are so fun to watch. We just started free-ranging ours about, I don't know, two months ago, a month ago, something like that. And I was up here in my office the other day, and I heard a wood pile fall. And I'm like, what in the world? You know, I'm t- thinking there's a big animal uh-huh. out there, and there was a chicken. must have been a chicken on top of the pile and loosened it up somehow. And that chicken was booking down my yard, and it just kept looking over its shoulder like something was going to eat it alive. It was the funniest thing. It's going to get me. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I think of Chicken Run when I look outside and watch them running and around. Oh, I bet. Yes, I love that movie. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so it does definitely add humor to the uh, homestead for sure. But with your harvesting, what are some things that you can't grow there in your immediate area? Well, you know, I live in a temperate rainforest. We're a lot like Seattle, as I told the the listeners before. We're a lot like Seattle, but we get even more rain. Um, And so we we never really get the super hot temperatures that would sustain and ripen, say, corn or wheat. So unfortunately, those two very important staples are, are next to impossible to grow here. You would really have to... You'd have to make your own little ecosystem and probably supplement it with lights mm. and heaters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do get up in the 80s and everything in the summer, but we don't have a month of sunshine. It just doesn't happen here. So, right. so those kind of staples make it, you know, those are, those are next to impossible to grow. Um, there is a type of barley that can grow here that I really want to try. Um, but then, you know, you, you flip it around and, and your cool weather vegetables and whatnot, uh, garlic, any kind of onion, kale, that kind of thing does really well because it's cooler right. uh, most of the time. So, so you know, it's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance. Yeah. I can have kale chips. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you, were you able to produce stuff in your greenhouse through the winter then this year, or, or were you not successful with that? No, we let our greenhouse rest in the winter. Okay. Um, it, you know, we did, we ended up having an extraordinary. While the rest of the country was in an icebox, <laughs> we had extremely mild temperatures here. Yep. Um, I think it snowed twice. Snowed and actually stuck to the ground for more than half an hour. And we had the same so, weather. Um, That's so crazy. Oh, did you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are actually having yeah. a spring this year instead of snow into July. So it's so crazy. But yeah, so <laughs> so this year you could have yeah. probably done something, huh? <laughs> I, we could have, we could have, but you know, it's good to let the it's good to let the beds re- uh, rest and everything, and let all the coffee grounds and the seaweed and everything just kind of work in and break down. So sure, and your body, and I it's mean. paid off because <laughs> we thoroughly enjoy our winter break. You know, you need that. You when you work mm-hmm. crazy like we do, you need that break. So that's cool. I just thought I'd oh, check. Yes. And hopefully that you you won't need to patch too bad to get it back up and running. That's that's hard when you know you, Mother Nature intervenes, but it's it's life, you know. It is. Yep. You just have to say, well, okay, and and move on. You know. I mean, 
Yep. The, the other option is to give up, and that's not really an option. So. Exactly, exactly. Now, you have had some really awesome things happening beyond your homestead oh, since we last spoke. I would love for you to share that because I know you are, like, way excited right now. Oh, my goodness. I'm absolutely giddy, yes. Um, <laughs> so the weekly story that I was working on with TinHatRanch.com ended up getting published into a book. I took over. It was a weekly story. Uh, the readers could vote on what would happen next, and I would write it into the next week and so on. I took over full-time about week six, and the fans were like, this you need to put this into a book. You need to. So because of the encouragement and support of the fans, I, I did indeed put it into a book, and we have recently passed 500 copies sold, and for a self-published unknown author, that is phenomenal. Yes. So, I'm yes, I'm absolutely on cloud nine right now. <laughs> awesome, and I'm right there with you. I'm like, sis, stoked for you. This is so cool, being a, a uh, soon-to-be self-published author. That just, you're like an inspiration. I'm like dying to get out there, and it's awesome, but um, folks, you, you may have seen her review on our website uh, last week at TreyerWilderness.com, but her book is awesome. I'll let you share about the book and um, the, uh, the details that you'd like to share on that, because we, of course, don't want to give too much information away. <laughs> oh, of course not. No, no, no. <laughs> don't want to ruin the story. No, no, no spoiler alerts. No. no, no. So the story is... It's a post-apocalyptic type story. You know, it's classified as a dystopian novel. But unlike most of those kind of books that focus on all of the details leading up to the big catastrophic event, my story starts with a big catastrophic event and talks about the aftermath, and that's the name of the story, Aftermath, a Story of Survival. And it uh, follows a character named Jimmy Walker, who his name and his background were voted on by the readers, as was the title of the book. Very fun. I, I really enjoy the reader involvement. You know, we're all helping to shape this story, and it, it's just so much fun. But Jimmy Walker recognizes that something, you know, an enormous virus, I'll give that away because it's on the back of the book, a big virus takes out everything from cell phones to infrastructure on utilities, planes fall out of the sky, cruise ships are left dead in the water, you know, I mean, it is, and it's global, it spreads. Um, so Jimmy recognized, you know, oh my goodness, this is bigger, you know, he's got some military background, he recognizes that this is not just your typical virus and decides to bug out. He, he was a prepper. Um, his father had bought property in uh, the Manistee National Forest up there in Michigan, and so he bugged out. But even even with his backup plans and everything to get to his bug-out location, he still had to go through quite the adventure to get there. Well, he ends up meeting up with some people, and they band together. Like, I imagine, you know, I mean, you can see evidence of that in Katrina stories and, and whatnot. Humanity bands together and shares what they have and you know to those who are not trying to just take advantage of course mm. but uh, you know he knew that he was going to have to deal with um, the criminal element looters and, and that kind of thing what he hadn't planned on though was the United Nations stepping in and assuming global authority and their actions afterward um, 
And so that adds a whole new level, as if you needed more. That adds a whole new <laughs> level of, of threat and, and whatnot that just wasn't on the radar. You know, most preppers, they plan for this or they plan for that or, you know, hard times and that kind of thing. But to have such a global militarized force on your doorstep is not something most people even think about. So it was really fun to develop that and develop the characters and how they would react. And, you know, one of the things I find the most gratifying in the reviews is how real the characters are, how believable they are. You know, they make mistakes, too, just like anybody would. It's, you know, he's not, Jimmy Walker is not some monster hero who has the answers to everything. No, he's human. <laughs> and so... Um, and I, I, I find that that's very, you know, that's what makes the whole story relatable. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's just been a blast. Oh, I bet. Well, writing it with your audience like that has to be so cool. But I have to say, we read your book and we could not put it down. And it is not your doom and gloom and morbid read <laughs> like a lot of the books can be. Um, it, it, it's really realistic. And it's... Um, you know, it can be a real eye-opener for some, for, like us, you know, it just paints that picture, and that we, we're already, you know, to some degree envisioning, and, you know, being prepared is huge, so, you know, it, it's a good, it's a good reminder of, you know, like you said, some preppers, you know, focus on one thing, others focus on another, you know, you really got to have the bigger picture, the bigger thought process going on. So I really like how your, mm -hmm. your book is written. I love that it's not the doom and gloom and it was, it, I couldn't do anything else until I finished your book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great compliment. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I actually had a reader send me a message. I, I got fan mail. I couldn't believe it. I had a reader send me a message and I said, I didn't sleep for two days. <laughs> the whole doom, the lack of doom and gloom aspect, you know, a lot of those kind of books in the genre focus on the minute details of, of the doom and gloom, of the horrific things that will happen, and while I made it a very, I mean, it was a conscious decision, there's no need to get into that kind of detail. You know, people have a good enough imagination anyway, right. but neither did I shy from it. Right. You know, I mean, there are some situations that one would be expected to face, but again, you don't have to get into, into all the details and, right. and uh, you know, the minute details because it's just unnecessary. Right. Well, it was good. It was really good. You are the second author that has kept me like that in a book. Well, actually, third. Um, I just had... Um, Kathy Bryan on. She is a Christian fiction author, and she hooks me like that. And Robert Vera wrote The Warrior's Eighth was also another one that hooked us incredibly. It was just amazing, and and same with yours. So when you get those books, it's not it's it's a rarity that you get a book that you absolutely can't put down. So now I know when you when your next book comes out that I need to designate two days, <laughs> hit the woods, and read. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But it, yeah, absolutely. That that I, maybe I should put a disclaimer in the next one. <laughs> and there is another one, so it'll actually end up being a trilogy for all the fans out there. The story of Jimmy and Amy and Captain will end up being a trilogy. That is awesome, and I'm really excited about that. The other thing that is really exciting, we started reading the book as a family, and then we got busy, and so. My son is still reading it, and I was hoping that we could all read it and finish it at the same time so every Saturday night we could join you on your website and follow what was going on. So now I was forced to have to wait for your next book. <laughs> but what a neat concept, oh, no. though, to be able to get together with your family. And, you know, it's kind of like listening to the old radio shows, you know. It's just kind of cool. I thought it was a pretty neat concept and a way to bring something back that, you know, was unique that is missing today, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually, I've had that same thought, you know, it is kind of like a radio show that you wait for every week, you know, and and that's just, I mean, I, uh, my face hurts from smiling so much, but, you know, that's one of the things I, I love, I've got, you know, those really dedicated fans, they vote every week, and they comment, and, and, you know, they tell me what they think, and, you know, sometimes their comments make sense, and I'll actually weave what they say into the story, and, you know, and then I'll get an email saying, oh, my goodness, I can't believe you put that in. But, you know, it's I get inspiration from everywhere. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. And that's so cool to keep your, like, brain going that you have the inspiration from other sources and just the way everybody, you know, like you said, your your audience is just so stoked to be a part of things. So how cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and we will have links in the show notes to where you can locate her weekly event as well as her books. And I'm, I'm hoping that we can produce you another 500 in, in book sales in quantity. That would be so awesome because it is really... That would be amazing. <laughs> and it is really an awesome book. It's a great book for kids to read. There is a little language here and there, but it's nothing overly drastic. It's not something that... Um, you know, the mountain boy was reading it. You know, he knows the deal. You know, you might hear it, but you don't need to repeat it. And it, the rest of the book, mm-hmm. though, was quality. So for those of you that are looking for interesting reads for your kids, this is really a good book. Plus, you can get it, read it for yourself, no and F-bombs. check it. <laughs> yeah, I made sure there were no F-bombs in there. That's Again, it's like, like the detail on the gore. It's unnecessary. But it's still, you know, uh, kind of an adultish book. Um, I did have an, a fellow blogger, the real economist. He said that uh, he handed it off to his daughters, and he said, "You need to read this. <laughs> you need to think about what's what's written in here." And it, and it, it started a family conversation. And oh, that was so. That what a compliment. That yeah. just that was very humbling. <laughs> yeah, Greg's a great guy, and and that's and I can see that. You know, it's something. That's why we read it as a family. It's something that can really, you know, inspire thoughts on being prepared. It puts things into focus and into um, perspective. You know, because you never know what may happen. It doesn't necessarily have to be a virus. It could be a natural disaster. And, and, you know, knowing, Mm -hmm. knowing these things and being prepared and, and thinking out of the box, because most people think that this stuff just can't happen or it won't happen. And the reality is it could happen tomorrow. It could happen now. So it's a great, a great read. And I highly encourage you to pick it up. And when are we going to expect the next book my dear (laughs) (laughs) the next book 
I have been a very busy little author, yes. Um, the next book will actually end up being a little larger than the first one. <laughs> um, although the projected time for it to be out, to be published it out, is going to be probably late July, early August. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I expect the third book will be out sometime around around this time next year. So, I'm cranking it out. It actually makes it pretty easy when it's when it's a weekly. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, can, I imagine that is nice because I try to stay devoted and write something every day. But you're getting a good chunk every week, so that's really awesome. It's a neat concept. I really, mm-hmm. I, it, it's definitely inspiring. I have not written fiction yet. Most of my stuff, everything I write is nonfiction right now, but I, I'm chomping at the bit mm-hmm. for that door to open and the characters to pop in my head and it just to roll. So that, I, I, you're an mm-hmm. inspiration, my dear. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, I have a question for you. I'm putting you on the spot here. Um, what kind of inspiring okay. words do you have for those out there that are looking to self-publish? For those that are looking to self-publish, I would definitely recommend, you know, the same kind of research you had to do for your book, you're going to need to do for your um, your self-publishing, choosing the right company, making sure you read the fine print, that kind of thing. Um, my inspiration would be go for it. Absolutely, 100% go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, with technology now, they have made it so incredibly easy to be able to self-publish. And there are places out there where you can self-publish for free. Now, granted, that means you have to do all of the design work on your cover. But, again, there's programs out there for that, too, you know. it. Do it. Absolutely do it. Mark it off your bucket list. You never know what can happen. I never, ever expected I would sell 500 copies in four months of this book, especially being self-published and unknown. So it's possible. It's 100% possible, and and it's a wonderful feeling. Even if you only, you know, I, I have to be perfectly honest, even if I would have only sold 10 copies, who cares? That's wonderful. To think about 10 people out there somewhere on the planet who are reading your words, that's amazing. That's powerful stuff. <laughs> that's yeah. Cool. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And just, just embracing it because I'm working on my first ebook that's going to go out tomorrow for my newsletter subscribers. Oh. And it's just our first cookbook. But it's a neat feeling to get over that hump and get that first one out there because once you got the grasp of, like Leanne said, all the self-publishing materials, once you do one, the rest is easy. So that's that's where I'm going to yeah. pick up my momentum because I've got five of them started right now. So I am so anxious, so, so anxious. <laughs> Ambitious. <laughs> oh, trying. <laughs> They've been a long time coming. <laughs> uh, but this is this is awesome, and I'm excited to share also with you folks that Leanne's book, Aftermath, will be a gift or a part of the giveaway that we are doing for my 100th episode, which is 
two episodes. And yes, exactly. And thank you for contributing that. And this is going to be awesome because it blows me away that I'm actually pushing a hundred episodes here, considering I never, ever in a million years thought I would be doing a podcast. So thank you to all my listeners. And because of you being so devoted and listening to me, that's why we are making the hundredth um, episode, something really important and and something really beneficial to you. There will be a lot of books being given away. They are the books that I have read that I feel are worthy of people's time and are something that you will really benefit from. And there will also be some varying products that will be given away as well that I feel will certainly uh, fit your lifestyles really well. So stay tuned for that. It's coming. And Leanne, thank you so much for sharing your book with me. I'm so thankful to be able to give one away. Oh, you're very welcome. And you know what? I'll even sweeten the deal. I will sign it for them. Nice. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. And and she's going to be famous. She's already sold 500, and and with the next two uh, books coming out, it's. I see a movie. <laughs> I've heard that more than once. <laughs> it, it could easily be one. It's a. I mean, the picture gets painted so vividly in your mind when you read this book. It's really cool. But, Leanne, we are running out of time, and I wanted to just give you the floor um, to share um, with the audience where they can find you and um, um, also where you will be posting your next book when you will be releasing it. Is that something they can join your newsletter to find out about? Oh, absolutely, yes. The main site is www.homesteaddreamer.com. I'm also, of course, on Pinterest and Twitter and Facebook, so it's pretty easy to find me. Um, The second book will be available in paperback and in ebook on Kindle to start, and uh, will eventually be expanding to other, you know, Nook, iBooks, that kind of thing. But uh, for for the initial, it will be uh, be able to be found on Amazon. I don't have a name for the second book yet, but that is something that the fans are going to vote on again. So definitely, uh, I I highly encourage people to to get in there. And, uh, you know, if you go to the site, look for the Saturday Survival Serial. That's the weekly story. And that's where you'll be able to go and and get in on the action. Awesome. Awesome. And then join her newsletter so you don't miss out on the release of her book also. And Leanne, thank you so much for joining me. I am so stoked for the the way things are going for you. Your book is awesome. You are an inspiration and I know you will have such great success moving forward, but I'm so, I'm so excited for you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show again. It's so much fun. (laughs) Well guys, thank you so much for joining us today and stay tuned for our hundredth episode coming up in two weeks. And until our next show, you guys take care and God bless. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at treyerwilderness.com. And be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you. 